There's a lot of things in this old world That just do not make sense Like why there's so few believers on the firing line While so many others sit the fence But if you want to know where the word of God stands And believe it wants to use your feet and hands It's time to take your faith out of the seats And into the streets And come along with me If you only look Then you will see On WCN-TV Wow, do we have a great show planned for you today. You are not going to want to scroll in your Facebook feed or move your Instagram, however that thing works. I've never used it. Or switch the channel on WCN-TV live stream this week. We're going to be giving you such great news, such reason for hope. And these are such uh, challenging times for all of us. To get the show started, I want to just... uh, set the scene a little bit. Spencer, go ahead and cue up that video that I sent you from South Africa. Perhaps, folks, you've been following what's been going on over there, but this is just a couple minutes of live footage or not of footage, video footage from uh, South Africa. And of course, all of us have followed what has happened there for the last few decades as uh, the uh, native blacks have taken control over the Dutch um, Afrikaans, and that's been a bumpy ride, to say the least, culturally and religiously and politically, and it looks like it's not getting any better. Just take a look at this and ask yourself, as you think about the statues toppling in America and the violence breaking out in our streets, Antifa beating up some people we know in L.A. who stood up publicly to support the uh, gal who called out the transgender guy in the ladies' locker room there a week ago. As you think about the violence that's starting to break out here and the response of the political party in power, which is to defund the police, just ask yourself if perhaps you might find yourself in the midst of something like this in the not-too-distant future. Just a minute or two. Go ahead, Spencer. mall folks and those are looters who are outside and we can't see inside but they're burnt they ended up burning it down these are citizens with guns shooting looters the nation has descended into mass riots and looting with no police controlling the situation and literally just men on the streets with guns fighting mini battles for their shops and neighborhoods. It's like 
Mad Max out there. But quite frankly, okay, Spencer, I... that's uh, Lauren Southern. She produced an excellent documentary about South Africa a couple of years ago, which I highly recommend. I don't remember the name of it, but if you just go and Google Lauren Southern, you can find that. And I'm sure it's available for free on the Internet. But she chronicles uh, some of the background to what's going on there in South, South Africa. But folks, uh, we, we are not, are not without, without Someone needs to mute. Yeah, we, we are not without hope uh, anywhere in the world because we have Jesus Christ, of course. We know that, but we uh, have been participating in a kind of Christianity for our whole lifetime that exalts the feminine virtues over the masculine virtues. And so whenever we think about Christianity, we don't think about fighting. We don't think about things like tactical training. And what we're going to be talking about for the next hour with Coach Dave Dobbenmeyer and Ray LeBlanc is a really great reason to hope. Not because we're looking down the road at easy times, because I don't think any of us believe that that's the case, but because none of us knows the future. God tells us that we, we uh, take things one day at a time. And as we do that, and as we, as we carry, as we move into our day with faith, and with hope and with love um, and truth, we and, and we know we don't know the future, we, we can be an example. And indeed, we're called by God to be an example to our neighbors, to our family, uh, and to our friends. So what's the reason for hope that we're going to talk about uh, today? Well, just this past weekend, uh, there was a full house of Christians gathering for tactical training in Pennsylvania. And to set the scene for Coach, who's going to tell us a little bit about this after we watch it, we have a two-minute video thanks to Bobby Lee's budding videography skills uh, that helps us get a glimpse at what happened just this past weekend. And, and then uh, after Coach shares with us a little bit about this event that he unfortunately was not able to attend, um, but has he has attended uh, events previously, and his ministry, Pass the Salt, is the sponsor of this event and a co-sponsor of the upcoming event in Wisconsin, which Ray LeBlanc is going to tell us about and which coach is going to talk about uh, during the show. Uh, if you're watching this on Facebook or one of the live stream uh, platforms, you can come into the show. Just go to WCNTV.net and click on that red button and you can join us. You can ask questions and make points. We've already got a few people in the in, in, in the show as an audience and we encourage you to participate. Think of the questions you want to ask. Feel free to raise your hand. You can do that by pushing the little hand on your uh, screen or on, on either your phone or on your laptop. And uh, we'll recognize you. And you can also just jump in, too, if, if you want. We encourage you to interrupt us. Interrupt us. So we're going to watch this quick video. And then Coach is going to come in and talk with us about the importance of tactical training and how it can help us if things descend into uh, where, what we just saw in South Africa. Go ahead with the video, Spencer. Identify those targets. Right. 
What'd you do well? What's up? What's up? <laughs> See what he's got going on there is, is uh, the the energy level just went from two, one two, one two, one two, one two. One, two. See that's your movement. That's your moving target right there. It doesn't have to be hard. You're not hitting hard. Twenty seconds. You're thinking, you're thinking. Seven, six, five, four, three. Knock him out. Knock him out, Don! Down and out. Hey, I jumped right on Okay, pause. Okay, pause. Okay, so uh, coach, I, I thought you know, there you are with a cross hat on, cross hat on, and I, I thought Christians are supposed to pray. We're not pray for our enemy, love our yeah, enemy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I started all this mess, didn't I, Mike? And uh, uh, man, it's exciting to see. Well, folks, we live in we live in unbelievable times. We all know that, right? And uh, I was thinking earlier to, uh, today, just about the tearing down of statues. How long ago was that? Maybe three years ago, four years ago, we saw them first begin to pull down statues in Charlottesville, Virginia. And we kind of laughed about that and thought, man, that's crazy. Well, Mike, it's happening everywhere now. And we're seeing what's going on in South Africa. Obviously, as I like to tell my friends, there's a devil loose, brother. There is a devil loose. And we, uh, we don't know when any one of us is going to be forced to be in the position that we just showed on that video that Bobby Lee put together of a recent training they, they did last weekend, actually, out in Millersburg, uh, Pennsylvania. And what we're finding out, as if you were to look at that video again, this isn't Muhammad Ali against Ken Norton, right? These are 65, 50-year-old uh, men, women, who are getting some training on how to be able to defend themselves. Were they to find themselves, perhaps, in the middle of a mall, parking lot in a mall, uh, pulling out of a Jimmy John's sandwich place, and all of a sudden their car is surrounded. How do you protect yourself? What are you supposed supposed to do? Do you know anything at all about self-defense? We're not trying to train people to, to get into a boxing match. How can you defend yourself and get away? And then we saw the situation, Mike, where they, were, they did a room clearing. What do you do if you get up in the middle of the night and you hear a strange sound in your room, in your house, and you're kind of fearful. What do you do? How do you, how do you check your house to make sure nobody's there? What do you do if you pull into your driveway and the doors are open and you think, oh my goodness, what, what do I, what do I do? How do you go in and clear a room? You saw a video being done on that. And then uh, what do you do if you're in a car at a, at a traffic light? 
and you're just sitting there at a red light and all of a sudden you're surrounded by a group of people and they're pounding on your car. Those were all simulations that Chad Estes and his crew put together in what we're calling an embattled warrior training for such a time as this. And Mike, these aren't, uh, these aren't trainings, again, like I said, where we're trying to make people tactical warriors. These are self-defense trainings where you can maybe learn something that for the first 30 seconds or minute of an encounter, you're going to uh, react in the proper way that's going to lead to you actually remaining alive or not being uh, uh, damaged far beyond uh, what, what any of us would ever uh, consider could happen. So this is what we're going to bring. Thanks to Ray LeBlanc and Rob Pugh and Neil Levy and some of the people up there in Wisconsin. We're bringing one of these trainings to uh, to Wisconsin coming up here at the, at the end of the month. And I'll let Ray talk about that a little bit as we go. But folks, listen, uh, we have to become practical. When, listen, there's a difference between preparation in regards to you know, having ammo stored in your house and being prepared to defend your home if somebody comes. These are more situational things that are you would be unprepared for had you not have some training. Now, we could do the uh, – Chad and his crew, they could do the actual shooting. And, you know, yes, they could take you out and teach you how to shoot a gun and how to shoot a 12-gauge and how to handle an AR and how to clean the guns. Yes, they can do all that. But this is not what these things – these uh, – um, these trainings are designed for. These are sur- immediate survival training for you to be able to stay alive in a situation that suddenly came upon you that you weren't prepared for. So Ray LeBlanc is with us, and Ray uh, has been the point man organizing the Wisconsin event. And it's thrilling to me to learn, as I did in preparation for the show, that the uh, Wisconsin tactical training is sold out. And they had a good-sized group in Pennsylvania. And, Ray, why don't you come in here and, and uh, tell us, uh, how, how did it sell out? And uh, can people get on a waiting list? Well, the only way to get on a waiting list now is if there's cancellation. Um, and people have been uh, contacting me over the last few days. Um, and th- this is what happens when it, the closer you get to an event. Uh, then all of a sudden people, okay, I'm ready. I want to go into it. And in and, and this situation, uh, it's too late. Just we're limited to uh, 80 people and about 20 volunteer staff. Uh, so there's 100 people on a 40-acre farm. And, uh, you know, and also when we're doing the training, you know, with Chad and Bobby Lee and uh, Jamie Walden, they can't handle 50 people at a time. I mean, we're biting off quite a, a lot for these instructors to deal with as it is 20, 25 people in a group mm-hmm. and to give them the personal training they need. So that's why it has to be capped off uh, at this point. But the, the key factor, Mike, that this is uh, a phenomenal change from some of the events that have been taking place in the past is it's connecting the spiritual with the natural we, we go in like, yeah. and yeah, isn't it though? We we get all of this training, but then we don't get a chance to exercise it out. Mm-hmm. And the situational awareness uh, is a key factor that that's helped me from going to two of the other past events. One up at Sky High that Coach first started this whole movement of uh, tactical training. It basically started up there at that Sky High meeting, and. A situation where everybody's walking around with this stupid thing and clueless to what's going on around them. 
and and as things escalate, if you if you're aware, um, you you got the upper hand already. You know how to exit. You know it's great. It's great when every event organizer wants to sell his event out. But coach, mm. you're kind of, coach, you're kind of a stranger to selling events out. I mean, you, <laughs> you, you past the Salt Ministries has been around for over two decades. And uh, I know there was one time you went to Texas and there were two people there. And, um, you, yeah. You're, no, you're, you're pretty familiar with events uh, drawing just a couple, three people. I've seen you go out on the streets all alone, and I'm sure that you've invited people to go stand with you. But what, 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 what do you think's going, what do you think's going on here? It's a new day. And the reality of it is people can sit in their living room and watch their TV and say something's wrong. <laughs> something yeah. is very wrong. And not only do they sit in their living room and see that something is very wrong, they're seeing the fact that the police are not coming to protect them. Right. And we see, we see all of the defund the police movement and all that stuff that's going on. The reality of it is many of us, Mike, live not in a city. I live outside, right? If I live out, we call it the country out here in Ohio. Well, if I have to call 911, it's going to be a few minutes before a deputy sheriff makes it to my house. I got to be able to initially be able to defend myself. And so we saw this need that people have guns. This is an amazing thing, folks. We found a lot of men. The first uh, training that we did a, a couple of years ago before COVID and all that a fiasco, we found out that a lot of men, not trying to embarrass anybody, a lot of men had guns. They didn't know how to use them. A lot of women had guns, but they had never shot them. As if somebody uh, comes, breaks into their house, all of a sudden they're going to go be able to over get that gun and know what to do with it. And so we saw a need to do what we called tactical training. Most of it defensive, right? Because the truth is uh, we're not going out looking for trouble. Trouble is probably going to find us. And so Chad and his crew put together some plans of what, what are some scenarios that could occur and how can we, uh, get down to the very brass tacks, bare bones basics that people are going to be able to defend themselves. For instance, we saw the session there where the guy was well, the guy was pounding the bag, and if if you had to look at that video again, you'd see it. As I said, that's not Muhammad Ali, right? That's just some sixty year old man who's pounding that bag. When was the last time he'd probably done that? But that might be important for him and his wife and possibly his grandchildren if he were to get trapped at a mall, at a drive-through, whatever it would be. Is he able to defend himself for 30 seconds to be able to get back into their car to be able to escape? So that's what we're trying to do in these tactical trainings, not to make you an expert, but to at least get some bare bones, basic things you can do with when confronted with situations that you really hadn't thought about. Folks, if you're sitting at a traffic light, red light, car comes up behind you, Locks you in, the red light is fast, and guys get out of their car. Do you have any idea what your reaction would be? Do you have any idea how you should react? And I don't know if there's any right or wrong way to react, but wouldn't it be a good idea if maybe you had been put in that situation and somebody showed you how you could possibly react? That's what these, uh, that's what these uh, tactical trainings are all about, Mike. Coach, you're not a theologian. You're not, no. uh, you've, you've never pastored a church. You're a football coach. Uh, high school football coach, and you started a ministry called Pass the Salt, and you you, you never went to cemetery, sem seminary, mm. and so you were never turned into a woman. Right. Uh, 
and so you jumped from football coaching into pass assault ministries and you were the pushback that you got from within the church uh forced you to come up with slow i don't know if it's original to you but six foot icicle to describe the the guy who stands in the even even jellyfish and even even jellyfish you've been getting and just incredible i followed you for I think we've been working together for 20, close to 15 years anyway. Um, And the pushback that you got at the beginning is, my sense is you're starting to get more support. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Yes, sir. But not from the the six-foot icicles. Still still not, Mike. Still not from those six-foot icicles, right? And they should be be the first ones who should be encouraging their people to participate in training like this. One huge reason for that is everybody now knows that Christianity has been demasculinized. The testosterone has just been drained right out of it, like used oil when you pull the drain plug. And there's no oil left in the motor, and the motor is starting to die because mm-hmm. it, all it is is femin- femininity. It's just love your enemy, love, 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 you know, sodomy, love that, you know, abortion, love, you know, put up with it, listen. Uh, critical race there. Yeah, we got a better, you know, we need to listen. We Christians, we're good listeners. We got to listen, get a better understanding. Oh, communism. No, it's not communism. It's actually socialism. It's not that. You know, there's just constant wanting to talk instead of actually do something to stop our nation from collapsing. So what do you think is happening with, I'm hopeful, I guess the point I want to make, and, and I'd like to have you expand on it. You're like a unique example in the West of, I mean, you didn't just show up in ministry in the last three years or five years. You've been no. saying the same thing for over two decades. Mike, I got thrown out of a uh, my own pastor. We were in a we, uh, this is years ago, fifteen years ago, twenty years. I was in a men's meeting, and the pastor was talking to us about uh, uh, about the qualities of Jesus, yada yada yada. And I'm reading down through the uh, through Matthew as he's talking to us, and all of a sudden I came across Matthew chapter. Uh, 11, verse 12, I think it was, somewhere along in there, where it said where it said this. It said, of all those ever born unto a woman, none was greater than John the Baptist. And I thought about that a minute. John the Baptist? What? Well, he's the epitome. I'm sorry. He's the, he's the opposite. I can't get the right word. He's the opposite of what we think of a Christian man today, right? Eating locusts, wild honey, went to the king and called his wife a slut. And I mean, wow, we're talking about a wild, crazy guy, even before Steve Martin was a wild and crazy guy. Yet there it is. Jesus is saying, that's the greatest man ever born. And I raised my hand in this men's ministry. And I said to the pastor, I said, pastor, I understand Jesus. Uh, Jesus was the son of God. I understand that. But John the Baptist was just a man like the rest of us. Why did Jesus say that John the Baptist, who was this crazy guy, was the greatest of men ever born of a woman? Well, I got taken to the principal's office after the meeting for even asking that, but I could never get away from that, Mike. And what what was it John the Baptist did? He had that prophetic unction. He questioned authority. He spoke out against things that were wrong. And I believe Jesus was saying to us, that's what you got to be like, man. That's what a Christian man is. And if we go back and we study all of our history, uh, 
the, the U.S., the American Revolution wasn't done by nice, brother. It wasn't done by nice. It was well, done and, by, go ahead. Right, right. And, and perhaps the greatest president, <laughs> when the history book, books are written 50 years from now, if we're still a nation, probably the be- greatest president ever is going to be Donald Trump. And why? Because he spoke his mind, right? He, sp- he, he, speak, he speaks and he acts like a man. And that was hard. That was hard for the church at first, wasn't it, Mike? It was was hard. And I remember I was a Donald Trump fan early and I told people this. I said, listen, most people are looking around at what's going on in America. And they're saying, you know, I love my pastor. But we don't need a pastor as president. (laughs) We we need somebody's going to flip over some tables. And to me, to me, that was that was the lure of Donald Trump, even to Christian men. So it's real, right? I mean, I mean, what you. What you've lived as a football coach and then as the leader of Pass Assault Ministries, it's, it goes beyond Christianity. It's in nature. It's real. It is. And, pe- and people are rightfully uh, indignant, angry, scared, uh, and they're looking. What, but the thing is, Coach and Ray, I'm not sure they can really put their finger on what it is they're, they're looking for, but I think we're on to it here in talking about tactical training and in reflecting on your history as a football coach and uh, as, as a minister of the gospel. And Ray, uh, looking at the success, uh, the early sell, sellout uh, of the, the fact that your tactical training is full early, um, we're, we're, this is real. What's happening is real, and it has a lot to do with uh, masculinity. Coach, I noticed your show the last couple days, couple, three days, has been about fathers, you know, so you're you're being drawn by the Holy Spirit into this whole yes. topic. Yeah. So let let, let me. Uh, I want Ray to get in about. But I met Ray LeBlanc about three, maybe four years ago. Ray, you probably remember better than I am. And I immediately put into work. It's a long story. I'm not going to tell it. Right. Uh, immediately put Ray LeBlanc. We were putting together an, an event. And Ray showed up at it. I'd never met Ray. And next thing I know, he's driving his van and picking this up for me and picking that up for me and doing all kinds of stuff. And Ray shared with me earlier. Uh, I, later after that, he said, you know, coach, I, I was going to go into the ministry. I, Ray, I'll let you tell the story. I was going to go. I was going to go in the ministry. And as life does, it comes along, diverts you into another direction. And all of a sudden, here it is 30 years later, Ray LeBlanc walks into my into my bailiwick, whatever it is. I put him into work doing something with his skill set. And Ray, your life has never been the same again because we've been trained in church that you're not qualified to do it, Ray. You don't have that seminary degree. You've never done it. Say, you go park cars in the parking lot. We'll use you out there. But Ray, when you got plugged in and man, you got involved with this Wisconsin Salt and Light Brigade, brother, things exploded, didn't they, Ray? All right, Ray. Listen, listen, hold your thought because we, we reached the bottom of the hour. And when we come back from the break, you, you're going to be first. You're going to answer coaches. Okay. Uh, you're going to hit it out of the hit it out of the park. Go Will ahead, do. Spencer. Okay. Pornography is a destructive force. It destroys individuals, families, and fuels the out of control demand for sex trafficking. Forty-five percent of Christian families say porn is a problem in their home. But why aren't churches and public schools talking about this? Fear. People who view porn think they're the only one. It's a lie. Statistically, more people view porn than who do not and struggle in silence. www.lynnfrederick.com. You can find the book I wrote about my own battle with porn and the presentations that I do for churches and public schools. lynnfrederick.com. At the McClario Firm, 
It all starts with family. We are here to serve you and your family, online or in person. Call today for a free consultation. The McClario Firm, your law firm for life. Are you a parent, mentor, or youth leader searching for meaningful books to engage your middle and high schoolers? Look no further. The books in the Off the Itinerary series by author M. Liz Boyle are receiving outstanding reviews for their compelling plots and strong Christian themes. Avalanche, Chased, and soon-to-be-released Ablaze are available on Amazon and at most bookstores. Check out mlizboyle.com for discussion guides to accompany each book. This is Leighton Howerton, and I've learned a lot from my monthly subscription to the Wisconsin Christian News. It's a national newspaper that's dedicated to encouraging you in your Christian walk, and it's chock plum full of biblically sound articles and commentaries from some of the best Christian writers and authors in the country that, in my opinion, are more than up to the task of taking on the toughest issues in the midst of all the uncertainties we're facing living in times like these. Wisconsin Christian News is a nationally and internationally distributed newspaper and is a vitally important resource that you don't want to miss out on reading, either in print or through an online subscription. And to get your copy, all you have to do is visit www.wisconsinchristiannews.com. That's www.wisconsinchristiannews.com. And tell my old friend, publisher, and editor, Rob Pugh, sign me up today. Ray LeBlanc's been working overtime to make sure that the upcoming warrior training in Wisconsin is successful. And he has done such a great job that the event sold out two weeks ahead of time. And if you want to get yourself on a waiting list, you can go to CoachDaveLive.com, CoachDaveLive.com. And there's uh, all the details there. We'll, we'll put that up on the screen while Ray is telling us how he came to be this Christian warrior that he is today. Go ahead, Ray. Yeah, well, my idea back many, many years ago, when I was just just in my uh, late twenties after I got saved, was now I want to serve the Lord. I want to go into the ministry, and I figured the only way to become a minister is go to the Bible college and get your degree and, and get involved that way. And uh, it never panned out for me. Uh, I had to drop out. <clears throat> of college after my first year uh, of Bible college, because while I was there, the Lord was teaching me some new things like uh, you divorced your wife and you get two kids. You need to take care of them and, and get, get that connection. That's more important than you being in Bible college. So that changed and shifted everything. So now I became a dad again. We were talking this morning, yesterday, uh, about the fatherhood being absent. And basically, that's the call that came to my heart. You've got two kids. They need you. You've got to be a father to them. So I put I, I put all this on hold, and then just life went on, and uh, I, I stayed uh, 
out of the ministry, out of even thinking about God, hardly reading my Bible, just life got in the way. I was just living my life, training my kids as best I could. Then uh, years later now, uh, the hunger's returning, and uh, I'm watching a Hagman show, and this guy named Coach Dave appears on that. So I started kind of listening in and tuning in on that. And if you watch WCN-TV's intro, it shows three people standing, two women and a man with their backs holding signs. That's me and two of the other women that uh, Coach had drawn to go to the uh, Columbus uh, parade. I don't want to call them gay because they're not sodomite parade. And that's where I got my feet wet. That's where... I had gained the courage, and uh, I was I was moved by by being around five hundred thousand people that hated God that were emphasizing this sodomite movement, but yet Coach drags fifteen twenty of us in the midst of all of this and, and wearing wearing signs saying that you know, uh, sodomy. <laughs> Uh, homosexuality is a sin and we, we got all of this garb on and we're standing out there like that was the scariest moment <laughs> that's where my cowardness became bravery and he lit that fire and if anybody's been involved in anything that coach does he he's a fire uh, human fire torch he'll he'll light that fire in you and if you're ready and you get the spirit you're going to grab part of that flame and then you're going to carry it on. And, and that's that was my start right there uh, to really get on fire, to do something for the Lord, whatever it was. I wonder if uh, Coach and Ray, that example that Coach uh, provides is uh, the diametrically opposed to, what the, to, to how the apostles uh, set the tone and uh, did the education of the first Christians or, or whether it is identical to it or the same as what do you, what do you guys think well I, I just i always wonder i wonder this as i was listening to ray talk how can somebody uh, how do you exercise courage without fear doesn't courage doesn't the demonstration of courage require some fear i mean there is no courage if there is no fear right and i believe that many many men most men i'm sorry to say it most men in church had not exercised that courage muscle at all. They've never been put into a position where they had to publicly stand firm for your faith. That's what we try to do. And I think Ray, Ray LeBlanc would say that it changed his life. Because coach, he, he yeah. faced that fear, right? He saw the fear. He had the courage to overcome it. And when he walked away, he wanted to beat on his chest. Didn't you, Ray? I'm a man of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that that, uh, brothers, I believe that spirit is about to be unleashed again on the American Christian male because of what we see out in front of us. And Coach and Ray, and all of you in the in the in the audience, uh, it's supremely biblical, right? I can't I can't help but think about uh, Paul the Apostle and his disciple, his student Timothy. Uh, Paul the Apostle, we know, uh, was beheaded in Rome by Nero, by the emperor. What what kind of an example? So he said to Timothy, you know, you need to do what I do. And Timothy, uh, tradition tells us, went out 
in front of the pagan parade in Ephesus. He was the pastor of the Ephesian church, and he defied the parade. He said, you ought not be doing this, you pagans. <laughs> this, this was when he was older, and, the, and they, uh, they killed him. These are the examples from the Bible. And Coach, you, uh, I know a lot of Christian uh, evangelical fish leaders because of 30 years of working in the pro-family movement. You are not. You are atypical. You are more. To your example is much closer to that of Paul and Timothy than it is to what I see and what all of us see in the pulpits and uh, in in the leadership of Christianity in the West today. But as you said, Coach, I see it changing. It's changing. Do you see it changing, Ray? What's your What's your perspective on it, there, Bud? Well, yeah, well, it's all in God's hands. What's going on? We're living in the, we're living in the days that the prophets wrote about. We're living in the most exciting times that as this darkness falls upon us, he's preparing the way for us. And, and he's using men like coach to bring you to that level where you can be used. You start off little by little. Like I said, I said three, two, three years ago uh, that I got my feet wet there and I kept walking that walk, and and I kept having experience because, like Coach says, occupy till you come doesn't mean sit in your living room and 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 cheer on your your favorite team. It means you get out on the street, you meet people, you go to the abortion clinics, you go to your school board member, which I'm going tonight Amen. at six o'clock, and about seven other people, and we're going to bombard them like they never saw before because we have not been involved, and it's these things that stir up something in the man that they want to fight yeah. for what they believe in. And that seed, once that seed's put into you, and that's what this tactical training that we're about ready to in, endeavor in at the end of the month is going to give people that, that courage and that hope and, and how to handle yourself. Amen. And, uh, and so, 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 Mike, let me make this point, folks. Listen, the devil has a team, all right? The devil has a team. You want me to name the, you want me to name the players? Charles Schumer. You want me to name the players for you? Hillary Clinton, uh, Joe Biden. You want me to name the devil's players? Can somebody explain to me who are the Lord's players? If, they, if this is a two-team thing, who's the Lord's players? Uh, uh, Marco Rubio. Really? Marco Rubio? Come on. He not, no. Ted Cruz. Really? Come on. No, 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 no. The Lord's teams are Ray LeBlanc and Coach Dave and Mike Heath and those who are right where they live not being ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, knowing it is the power of God unto salvation, being faithful servants of the Lord, faithful soldiers of the cross, confronting evil every place we see it. And Mike, we're going to win this thing, man. There is a there is a groundswell of God-fearing men who are smart enough to understand that what we see in South Africa is coming here. What we see in Minneapolis, it's coming to Columbus, Ohio. And unless I stand up and do something about it now, it's going to be here. I can't count on Donald Trump. I can't count on Bill Barr. I sure can't count on Mike Pence. If it's going to change, it's going to have to be the spirit of the Lord changing through me right where I live. All politics has become local. And speaking of local, Rob Pugh is a hero who bears mentioning uh, now because, uh, Ray, you were telling me, there you are, you're holding up a copy of uh, Christian News, which is which has been. Well, hold uh, that up, Ray. I got to put my glasses on. Hold that up so I can see that thing. 
this this is the yep. newspaper that yep. Rob there, there Pugh, uh, publishes every month, and he's been doing this for I believe for over two decades. And Ray, you were telling me that uh, you have evidence to suggest that the uh, sellout crowd for this tactical training comes as a result of the back page ad that uh, Rob designed and published in this uh, ain't this old newsprint. Yeah. We all thought newsprint was dead, but you know something? I opened the show saying none of us gets to know the future and uh, newsprint ain't dead. Uh, Ray, and we've got others in the show who distribute Wisconsin Christian News for Rob Pugh locally. This is a free newspaper, folks. And uh, what they're finding is that they're flying off the shelves, right? So tell us a little bit about that, Ray. And I think Deanne uh, is, is one of the distributors. So Yep. Don't think don't think it's over, folks. And don't think you got it figured out. Don't think the Internet is the only thing that's going to be around in the future. It's if I could jump in here real quick, Ray, then you can come in. Uh, uh, people are saying, watching this right now and say, well, why are you talking about this event in Wisconsin if it's sold out? Hey, folks, we're doing these all across America. We're, we're doing we did we did one. We just did one in uh, in Millersburg, Pennsylvania. We have one planned for in October here in, outside of Columbus, Ohio. They're going on down in Texas. We would like to put on one of these events right where you are. If you would be one, willing to organize one of these tactical training events, we will bring our team to where you are. So even though we're talking about this event that's taking place in Wisconsin uh, here in a couple of weeks, that's not what we're talking about here, folks. Stay close to CoachDaveLive.com or con- contact us and say, hey, Coach, uh, where is the nearest one near me or coach? How can we set one up in my area? We would love to do that too. Come on in, Ray, and give that an amen. Amen to that for sure. Uh, that's one of the calls I've been getting is, you know, when is, I can't get in on this one. When are you going to have another one? They they really are hungry for it. And a lot of it, like I said, this here is the back page. I don't, I don't have the current issue, but this is the full back page that Rob Pugh graciously printed in 30,000 some odd papers going to 50 different states and other countries. And he could double that to 70,000 publications. There's such a hunger for this if he had the uh, the extra finances to print that many because it's expensive print. But there's about 30,000 copies of this going out all over the place. And, and, and a lot of the phone calls I got – that's where they got this information because my phone number was stuck on the on the back page, and because of it, uh, because of Rob Pugh's sponsorship in, in, in presenting this, and he actually created this page. He's he's so professional the way he lays everything out. Points are, are just right there. So, hey Ray, Ray if, you, if you would Ray, take a minute and let people know the quality of the speakers that are coming to this event. Oh, yeah. Not only are we doing tra- not only are we doing tactical training, yeah. but we're doing spiritual training. You're going to learn yeah. more about exactly what we're talking. What were the guys in the Book of Acts? What were they really like? Does Romans 13 really tell us that we're always to obey the government? Who are some of those great speakers that we have at this oh, yeah. event and at yeah. other events as we put them on all around the country? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we and we on top of all this, there's a bonus attraction by Leighton Howerton, who's a international known musician. He's going to come in wherever there's a, a funny. We're going to have a, a Friday night or Saturday night after it's over a campfire. Awesome time to just get there and and just meditate on what happened, listen to some music and some 
profound teachings that uh, Leighton has. Pastor Matt Tarawa, uh, everybody that's familiar with him, my God, he's got Mercy Seat uh, Ministry. He's got uh, DefyTyrants.com, Missionaries the, the to the Freeborn. I'm, I'm sorry, Ray, the doctrine of the lesser magistrates. Matt Tuella yeah. is changing America as people are beginning to rise up locally, which is what the doctrine of the lesser magistrates is all about. Matt's going to be yeah. there, and he's going to explain it to him, going to train us on how that mm-hmm. works. I'm sorry, Ray. I wanted to, yeah, wanted no, to make sure no, I got that train, in. No, please do. And uh, – one one of the that the he's got a book and they're going to be available there of his uh, doctrine the lesser uh, uh, lesser magistrate doctrine. Uh, I've been taking these books. I bought extra ones and all the sheriffs in my community. You know, every county's got a sheriff. I've, we've been presenting these, going to the sheriff department and giving them one and finding out if they're constitutional. We're going to continue that move, but it's Matt Trella's, uh movement that started that. Uh, another man that I'm not too familiar with is David Fiorazzo. He's an author, former associate pastor, Freedom Fellowship Church in Wisconsin. Uh, he's a media personality. He's got uh, broadcasts, radio talk show hosts. He's got books out called Eradicate, uh, Redeeming, Re- Redefining the Truth. And his latest one is Canceling Christianity. Uh, this man is well-versed in, in the Christianity movement and what we can do to counteract our enemy. So that's a that's going to be uh, astounding in itself. On top of that, uh, before I go into the uh, the training people, uh, Jamie Walden. Are you kidding me? Uh, Jamie Walden. Are you kidding oh, me? I'm going to come just to hear Jamie. Jamie Walden, yeah. So that's that's awesome. I mean, the guy's a, a paramedic specialist. He's a police officer, a fire service uh, paramedic, technical rescue. His unique behind the curtain involvements led to insatiable appetite for truth. And this guy has a testimony after after returning from Iraq uh, to serve the Christians that were suffering under savage campaign of ISIS. Uh, that story alone, if if he if he get an opportunity to hear he's got a website and it's all listed on coach Dave's site I put links to all of these speakers you want to know more about them just click on their link and and and, and look into that information so Mike, this, Mike, them, this is yep. tact, tactical training and spiritual training we tried to right. put the, we try to put the spiritual and the natural together blend the two together because for too long what did your pastor tell you don't mix politics and religion How's that working out for us, folks? Mm-hmm. And the two uh, men who are on the front line doing the tactical training are a retired uh, Texas Ranger, Chad Estes, and Bobby Lee from Pennsylvania, who spent uh, who spent uh, about twenty years or so uh, as a manager of social workers. So he came up through the social worker ranks and. He's, he has lived in the dark underbelly of government playing church, government pretending that it can be yep. the church. Yep. Yep. And he has quite a story to tell. And he's the one who uh, does the t- tactical training with, uh, with your right. fist. I've, I've done this training with Bobby Lee, and it is worth it. Yep. The thing that I appreciated the most about it is that it connected with that God-given desire to protect my wife and to be the man in a situation that is unpredictable and threatening. And Bobby Lee can help you in just three minutes 
get to mm-hmm. feeling what, what you lack, realizing mm-hmm. what you lack and helping you to see, uh, develop some techniques and uh, begin the process of gaining what you need in order to be the man that God made you to be. So all, is, of you, so, so all of you that are watching right now, I want you to ask yourself a question. I ask this. Sorry, Mike, don't mean to. I'm just following no, no. the spirit here, brother. I, uh, I asked this on my, my morning show the other day, and that's this. How do you recognize a Christian man? What, is it, what does a Christian man do? Well, I mean, we know they go to church. We assume they pray. What else do they do? What, what, what does a Christian man do? Now, if you were to go to the Bible and you were to look for examples of what Christian men do, why, you would find evidence of what Christian men do. It's called Hebrews 11, right? Mm-hmm. It tells you exactly what Christian men do. And part of the problem we have in America today is the average Christian man doesn't have any idea what a Christian man is supposed to do. I was a football coach, right? You know what my job was? My job was to show football players what football players do, right? Go tackle, go block, go knock somebody down. You identify a football player by what he does. Do we identify Christian men by what they do? I think that's a profound question, Mike. And I, and, uh, uh, I ask that to a lot of people, and they kind of give you that deer in the headlines look because they have never really thought about it. Your faith is who you are. It is who you become. That's why I'm uh, talking with Bobby Lee and Chad now about bringing the tactical training, your tactical training to Maine and connecting it to my campaign for governor. I want my campaign for governor to be attached to Jesus Christ, to be known as a campaign that doesn't back away from defending the honor and the kingship of Jesus Christ. And I want it to be known for tactical training, for caring about men and women enough to be able to respond with force if force is used against Amen. me. Amen. And, the, Amen. and the, the Christian church should be the first, the, the major institution helping the laity, helping the citizenry to grapple with, in terms of their minds, especially in their spirits, this whole idea that sometimes the devil shows up with a gun or a, or, or a knife or a fist and gets in your face. And what are you going to do? What are you going to do, right, to, to build on your point? Yeah, Jesus said, go buy a sword, didn't he? Didn't, yeah. Jesus didn't say, get rid of your sword. He said, go buy a sword. Now, he didn't warn us this. Those who live by the sword are going to die by the sword. And we, talked, we took that to mean, well, we're not supposed to use swords. Maybe Jesus was saying to us, get that sword because those guys got them and they're going to die at your hand. Follow Gideon's army. Follow all throughout the Bible and you're going to find out. I'm sorry, folks. Jesus Christ was not a pacifist. Now they say, well, coach, he didn't stand up and he didn't fight back against the Romans. Well, no. Because he was not a Roman. But Jesus Christ was very much confrontational to those in authority over him. Who were they, Mike? Pharisees, Sadducees, Sanhedrin. He walked into the church and flipped over tables. He didn't walk into city council and flip over tables. He told Pilate, you got no power over me because Jesus Christ wasn't a Roman. 
His fight was not with the Romans. Jesus Christ's battle was what? With principalities and powers, evil spirits in high places. And he came to die. His purpose to come, 1 John 3, 8, for this purpose was the Son of God manifest that he would destroy the works of the devil. And because he was obedient, even unto the death, he now says, hey, boys, go into all the world, teach them to observe everything I've taught you. And hey, by the way, I'm with you. I'll be with you always, even until the end of the earth. And the idea that he's some kind of long-haired, blue-eyed pacifist, boys and girls, the devil's been feeding us that story. And I think one of the things we're, we're learning, Ray and, and Coach and those in the audience uh, today, we Christians, is that um, politics is a real thing and it's something we need to be concerned about. But the devil has used politics and government to put us to sleep, to yeah. drain the testosterone out of us, to uh, confuse us about what righteousness looks like. And now we've got a government that we continue to support, that we continue to send our taxes into, and I'm not saying you shouldn't pay your taxes, but a government that is pushing down here in Maine down to four-year-olds, the idea that a little boy named Johnny, who's four years old, can become Jane at school and put on a dress, and the parents don't have to be told about it. And then when he goes home, he can put his pants back on and be Johnny again. So he can be this kind of insanity is being pushed officially by our governments. We all know it now. It's got there because we've been a little too political and not uh, enough righteous, not enough Christian. We haven't been willing to take the risks spiritually Amen. and politically that are required of Christians throughout all ages. It's all through the Bible, Old and New Testament. Coach has been talking about that. And we're waking up to that fact. The gospel. And, hoping, and, and I the, think we're going to win. Go ahead. The gospel is politics. I'm going to say that again. The gospel is politics, folks. We can't, we can't deny that. You look around at what's going on all across America, and you want to tell me that it hasn't been the political realm that has turned the gospel upside down? You want, anybody want to argue with that? The gospel is politics. And how about this? Jesus Christ was an activist, baby. He was an activist, and so were his followers. Now, let he did allow that. Peter to swing that sword and cut off an ear. <laughs> yeah, he put it back we, on. We, he, we've he, just he wanted we've to been, see that. We've, we've been supremely bad at politics. Go ahead. We have. We have. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead, Ray. No, I ju just wanted to make that that one well, point. By, and, by the way, I, Ray, you know, when he said when Jesus. When Peter cut off his head, Jesus, listen, Jesus told him to go get swords. Jesus, he told said, to him, hey. yeah, but Jesus hey. said, listen, don't cut off his ear because our battle's not with the Romans. Don't right. get us in trouble with the Romans. That's not what this is about. But see, hey, folks. No, he wanted to show that current, you know, that we are men and we're going to fight for what we believe in. Okay, we, they right. didn't have quite the concept of everything that Jesus had to accomplish. They were men following him, and and, and men. Uh, they, they, we want that alpha man back. We you know, do. That's what's missing. And we're going to get some of this with Chad Estes and with uh, Bobby Lee and that hands-on training. You're going to gain that courage that, uh, that's been taken from you. This, so, so we're looking forward to you guys showing up. This is not first century Rome. This is yeah. government of the people, by the people, and for the people. We are the government. How can Christians pull away from government? and think anything's going to go right.
So we got three minutes left and uh, it is sold out in Wisconsin, but there is a waiting list, right, Ray? What's the best way for someone to put their name on the waiting list? Well, I already have enough on the waiting list that have contacted me and said, Ray, if there's an opening or a cancellation, please let me know. I had a ticket for me and Jane, and I gave those two tickets away so that I could go wash dishes instead. Uh, and give two people more an opportunity. So we're going to be, you know, helping. We can't gather, we can't gather enough names in this business. So if you want to be on the waiting list, what go to uh, coachdavelive.com and can it, can people sign up there still? You could try that. Yeah. And I also encourage anybody that has signed up that might be hearing our voice. If you can't make it for some reason, or you feel like, Hey, I want to give my seat up. Um, Please notify Coach, and uh, we'll we'll know that there's some more openings available. But Mike, so, we're, we're coming to a t- we're coming to a town near you. We're doing one in yeah. October in Ohio. We got we've got them going at other places. So connect with yeah. us at CoachDaveLive.com, and we'll find one. You may have to travel. You might have to drive a hundred miles. But let me promise you, it's going to be well worth it. So stay close. Stay close to our website and uh, get connected with us. CoachDaveLive.com, CoachDaveLive.com. Coach, uh, as we close here, just give a minute on your uh, morning show. Coach Dave Live. That's where it's at, CoachDaveLive.com. We do it every morning, 7 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time. Lasts an hour. It's interactive like we're doing in here today. It's archived at CoachDaveLive.com. It's free. If you can't watch it live, you can watch it later on. And uh, I, we've been doing it for five and a half years, and we're really beginning to get some momentum now that we're building these little huddles all across the fruited plain. Folks, sorry about your theology. I'm looking around, see if anybody's looking at me here. I think we're going to win. I think we're going to win. I believe Americans are waking up. And you know Coach Dave Live is the real deal because he got thrown off YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, sir. Uh, Rob Pugh beat him. He got thrown off Vimeo a couple years ago. And so he's created his own, own platform, as has uh, Coach Dave. CoachDaveLive.tv. Uh, WCNTV.net is where Rob Pugh is building out his uh, television station on the Internet. So check these out, folks, and get to a tactical training when it comes close to you. You'll, you can find out where they're going to be by going to CoachDaveLive.com. Thanks for tuning in to WCND live stream this week. We'll be back next Wednesday at two o'clock central time for another exciting Wisconsin Christian news live stream.